it's another Friday night. Welcome to the Scleroderma Foundation Sclerosin Podcast. Sorry, I can't hear myself, so I'm just going to take my headphones off until the ladies come in. So this today's show is going to be great. We're going to be bringing a couple of our support group members, our support group leaders here from all the way from San Diego, California, because we're from California. Um, and we'll be talking about you know their lives and how they got involved with the scleroderma foundation and not everybody can take the can take the what do you call that the the platform of being um a support group leader and to take that lead and to be able to gather people and help a lot of our patients so we're going to be talking to them, but first i do we do have some announcements of course we do have the bark for a cure that's a uh, ongoing right now it's our uh halloween costume contest for for pets i think we hit our three thousand dollar mark for our ten thousand dollar goal so we're doing really well so please submit your your your, uh your pets photos or donate it's only 25 dollars to submit and you'll be you're you'll have a chance to be part of the uh 2021 bark for a cure official scleroderma foundation southern california um calendar which is great. And you'll also be featured in our um, podcast, in our magazine, in our newsletters. So there's going to be a lot of popularity, uh, you know, what do you, um, what do you call that thing? When, you, when, you, when you're when uh, you bragging rights, that's what it is. So you're going to be bragging rights to be the, the, the pet that wins. And if you watch our, if you're looking through our Facebook stream, you, you saw that, that some people are trying to enter themselves. And Dr. First not allowed we love your kitty picture but no no humans allowed and we understand yes you're elaine's pet and we'll keep it at that so bark for a cure it's a scleroderma.org slash bark bark for a cure and um, donate or uh, enter and we also have masks available right now and it's at scleroderma.org slash socal masks we think we only have about 30 something left so please try to um, purchase as soon as possible and uh, help support and if you don't want to pay for shipping um, if you register or have a proof of registration to be part of our, our Ralph's uh, community rewards program where you can use we're part of uh, let's see how does it work you you enter your phone number and then part of your purchase goes to the foundation you don't lose any points you still have the same savings if you're a Ralph's reward member if you have proof you just email it to um, the email that's on the bark for a cure website and um, we'll give you a coupon code so you can get your mask shipped for free that's like three dollars savings uh, a lot of things happening as well too so we have a ton of events even though we're not meeting in person we have support group meetings happening as well too please go to our website which is um let's see where's our website i gotta pull it up here is it here no it's not here there we go scleroderma.org slash socal you can find all the support groups there as well too um there's definitely one local to you we go all the way up to central coast down to san diego um but since we're all virtual anybody from around the world can actually join us so feel free to register and join any of our support groups as well too and meet other patients it's, i think the, the wealth of support comes from people who understand that of what understand what you're going through uh let's see what else do we have all right so stay tuned we have a lot of things coming up uh our, our first live event is being booked at 
as we speak, which is our vertical cure in March. So that's hopefully you're crossing our fingers that people can ski uh, without having to socially distance. And, and it's a great fundraiser. Um, but working our way back, uh, come around holiday times, we have a holiday virtual celebration at the end of the year. We'll be honoring a few people. We have a bunch of people performing as well, too. So it's, it's going to be we're going to try to keep it under wraps and uh, make it a surprise. But it's definitely going to be worth 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 watching. I just mixed. I just made a new word. Worth watching is watching. Uh, <laughs> so, please uh, check out the website. It's always there. Our Facebook is always uh, up and running. You can follow us on Instagram at Scleroderma SoCal. You can follow us on Twitter at Twitter at SclerosoCal. Um, and messages if you guys have any questions, comments, comment right now if you want if you want to ask any questions for us to answer while we're on air. Because we do this live for a reason, so we you know we can interact, even though we we put up on our official podcast site on Anchor.fm, but you can also listen to us on Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio. So we're on every single major podcast platform, which is a great deal because we're also spreading awareness for scleroderma. Um, there's also our gala fund that's also coming up so we have we still have a lot of things going on even our virtual walk we're leaving it open until the end of november to be able to raise money for your teams and we will be uh announcing all the team winners in our holiday special in our holiday virtual celebration so that's another reason to go watch that at the end of the year and it's also a perfect way to to fundraise because we need to be able to support our patients and one way we support our patients is with support groups so i'm going to bring in a couple of ladies right now who have been support group leaders for even even longer than i've been around with the foundation and um and they've been great and every time i go to san diego every time we're doing an event in san diego they always step up and ask how they can help so i'm going to bring them in right now let me see if i can bring them in susan kelly this is susan okuna okuno from uh san diego she runs the mission valley support group and uh, kelly clemishaw uh who from san diego also who runs the encinitas support group how are you ladies doing great wonderful thanks I'm just making sure I can hear you because I can't. Oh, okay. I hear a delay yeah. of myself, so it gets really annoying. All right. So we are excited to have you guys here, our support group leaders. <laughs> I know how it, it's been definitely different uh, for all of us in the in uh, the foundation, especially running our support groups over Zoom and we we've been we're tr we've been trying our best i know there's no moments of hugging there's no moments of really you know looking into people's eyes and, and being able to you know help them out support them but you know I, I i just wanted to bring you guys in first of all to thank you for still being with us still helping us out in, in our support groups because we definitely need that with a foundation and you you're there to help us pivot and help us help us do that i remember the, our first two weeks we spent one week trying to figure out what we're going to do and then the next week training you guys how to use zoom and being on there and 
And yeah, but you guys learned well, and and I think I think the support groups are are, are working, and it's really important. So I'm going to be asking a few questions to get you to get to know you guys a few more. Is it is that okay? Yeah, great. Yeah, all right. You get, go with you Kelly go, first. Go with Kelly first. <laughs> <laughs> she called you out. All right, we're. I mean, this podcast. As much as we like to take our time, the Lakers are playing in their hopefully last game, yeah. so you know, I want yeah, to get to watch that. <laughs> All right, so uh, of course the first question is: When did you become a support group leader? I believe Kelly's going first. All right. Well, maybe you can help me, Susan. I think we've been doing this together for five or six years. Uh, when the yes. previous leader uh, moved out of state, um, so I, I think it was around 2015. Maybe That's correct. Okay. <laughs> She's my fact checker. She's my fact checker. So you guys went on at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I see. I didn't know that. What happened was the leader for the Encinitas group left, and so we co-facilitated that group. And then a few years later, the leader for the Mission Valley group uh, moved out of state, and so we split up, and I took the Mission Valley group, and Kelly took the Encinitas group. Well, that's great. I mean, rock, you're, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you guys are covering more ground, which is great, because I know San Diego is a, is a pretty big county. And it is. Yeah, I know from Kelly to Susan's, it's, it's quite a drive. All right, so um, why did you become a support group leader? This one goes to Susan first, because Kelly took the first shot. <laughs> well, I... Um, I've, all, I've been involved with this support group in San Diego since its inception, which was probably 2009. Um, and I've always, I'm a social worker by profession and I always believed in support groups. And so I, I was, you know, Kelly and I were involved in the beginning. And so when the leader position, you know, kind of opened up, it was sort of a natural, um, you know, natural step in for me, but I really believe in the whole concept and and how much it's helped me. So that's why. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Kelly? Yeah, why did I you echo that as well. Um, I I was in social work and education, but I've always had a a helping um, I don't know attitude and uh, I just thought I'm coming to all the meetings and I really like the people and it, it was a natural fit. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to help out. That's good. I think it just works out that, especially coming from social working background, you kind of yeah. know the process of, uh, of helping people out. Um, so, but how has being a support group leader helped you? Kelly. All right. Um, well, it's it's given me something tangible to do. Um, I think even as a patient, um, you know, you can empathize with other patient, you know, patients and members. Um, but there isn't always a lot you can do for for others. So this was a way um, to show my appreciation for the larger group and. Um, I kind of like to play hostess, you know, and um, originally I thought, oh, I can set up the meeting and bring snacks and, 
and materials and when it uh, came time to come up with speakers and uh, be a little bit more involved, I it was a little bit out of my comfort zone, but um, the foundation has helped a lot with that. And, and a lot of the members bring ideas for speakers or areas that um, they want more information or, or help with. So uh, it's really kind of a group effort. I still consider myself just the host you know, <laughs> you know, provide the the space, but really, everyone leads the meeting, and uh, it's a real group effort and a real family feeling. So I mean, I really—that's what I miss about support support group meetings, the snacks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, I I'd go to San Diego just for the snacks. Yeah, there you go. Uh, no, well, last year, our plan was to go to every single group, and I got to do that. Well, except for uh, Inland Empire. So I missed one. Um, but it's amazing just meeting everybody and you know matching the names with the face. Because every time I do a walk, I see the rosters, I see the teams, and, and be able to just hear the stories all the time. So it's, it's great. So... Susan, how has being a leader helped you? Well, let me, I'm going to talk from more of a patient perspective. I, I have to say that it's helped me because, as we all know, scleroderma is an ugly, complicated, difficult, crazy illness. And... Um, Wow, I mean, it surprises me every day. And until you go to a group, you can't, nobody knows what you're talking about or nobody can understand you. And so it's it's helped me so much because um, even as a leader, it doesn't matter. Like Kelly said, we're all, we're all leaders. And I go in there and um, people will say, I have this issue and the doctor's, say that oh i've never heard of that but you go to support group and you go well i have this issue and everyone chimes in oh yeah that, that i have that issue too or i have that issue too and and it, it's amazing how much as patients we can share that that the doctors they they don't even get it they they can't you know they don't know all the weird stuff that goes on with us and so just that support of feeling like i could go to a place and um, kind of get my weird questions answered and, and feel normal. It's, it's, it's really helped me and it's actually helped me because I've learned things from other people who s tell me that, like I was taking a medication, I was taking it wrong. And the doctor who prescribes it, you know, they never sit down with you for half an hour until you had to take it. And so I was taking it and it wasn't until I was in a support group that I thought, oh, you're supposed to take it like an hour before you eat or two hours after you eat. And I, I just didn't really sit there and unfold the little pamphlet and read it. And so things like that, that were really important, I, I learned. And there's other things that we've learned in the group that hints and, and um, things that people have experienced that the doctors may not have well, obviously, they have an experience that have kind of helped me um, 
as a leader, but really as a patient. So I think those groups, the groups are invaluable. Definitely. I mean, when they attach those little roadmaps on the bottles, yeah, the first, yeah. <laughs> those, those go out. <laughs> <laughs> and, exactly. and even if you can unfold them, it hard, it's yeah. hard to read them. <laughs> Seriously. They're like, it's point five point and it's just, ah. Uh. Right, right. Exactly. So I, it, definitely, my wife has clarity, man. I think a lot of our experience does come from talking to other patients mm -hmm. and hearing about how they're going through their, their issues as well, too. Because as much as it's all different for everybody, there's so many similarities as well, too, because it is one yucky disease. All right. So, oh, here's a here's the one. Um, what are some of the challenges of being a support group leader? So we'll go with Susan. Well, Kelly sort of mentioned it, and I'll have to agree with her, I think. Um, I worry. I worry. I'm. I'm not doing enough. I worry that the meetings aren't interesting, that people aren't coming, I'm not getting good enough speakers, oh, the, the, they don't like my snacks. Well, actually, don't really worry about that so much, but, <laughs> you know, it's like um, you, you feel like kind of responsible for providing this forum and you want it to be helpful. And obviously, it's not for everybody and it's not going to help everyone like they may come for a while and then leave and then come back again um but yeah that's a challenge kelly and i will sit there and think oh, what are we missing or what kind of speaker will they want or, that that's kind of the, the biggest challenge so kelly yeah i agree as well um but in addition to that it's I think through the years, um, and I know Susan would agree, it's uh, the, the friends that we've lost, and I oh. don't want to dwell yeah. on the negative, but, um, you know, we, you go out there and you, you're vulnerable um, to others, and uh, you really become close, and like I said, we're a family, and um, to follow people with their struggles, and, um, but then, you know, every year, we lose a few friends and um, I was just reflecting today as I was getting ready for this of some of the great people that, that we missed. Um, so that's a challenge, but um, yeah, I, I think it also emboldens us to, to keep going. And we know that, I mean, it helps me personally so much that we hope that we've made a difference for them and their, for their families. Uh, so. Yeah, I feel the same way. Where you know, where where we get so close to a lot of our patients and a lot of our, they become our friends. They're the ones that are first to comment on your Facebook page <laughs> if you say anything about scleroderma. So they all show up, and we we've definitely lost a, my eight years within the foundation, uh, just either volunteering or, or or actually working. It's 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 been brutal, and you you yeah. do carry that weight. And a lot of people will tell you, you know, you're, you have your professional life and you have your personal life. But for I think for all of us involved, this is all personal, right? Um, great. <laughs> and Helene says, this is from Helene on Facebook. So glad I passed the torch on to you too. You're doing a fabulous job and I miss you. I miss Helene too. She's so awesome. She's, she's a little firecracker. You hear that, Helene? 
<laughs> we got to visit you in Vegas. All right, moving on. So what does it take to be a great support group leader? I know there's a, some people out there that think they can do do a job, right? So what does it take? Let's go with uh, Kelly. All right. Um, well, in addition to uh, some good snacks here and there. <laughs> um, by the way, I have to tell a story on, uh, on Leslie uh, from our group because I made some homemade gluten-free muffins, but then I used some horrible oil in it. So she's helping me up my game with getting some healthier cooking oil in my muffins. Maybe I'll use butter. <laughs> anyway, um, I think it's uh, being a good listener uh, and, yeah, just being open to what the group has to, to offer. And, um, you know, Susan and I have been so blessed with uh, great members. Um, there hasn't been a lot of drama or anything, um, but you know, mainly managing different personality types and uh, making sure everyone gets a chance to talk. But honestly, that really hasn't been an issue in our group, thankfully. And um, one other thing is just um, to be a good leader is um, to walk, walk in other people's shoes. Um, yes, there are a lot of commonalities with scleroderma, but being such a designer disease, we all experience it a little bit differently. So, you know, someone may have more lung involvement than I have, or um, I may deal with depression and anxiety more than someone else, um, but just being open to each other's experiences and, and listening and supporting. What about you, Susan? What do you think it takes to I be think, a great support group leader? I think, um, I think just trying to get everybody a chance to talk. I I think it's more um, if someone is really quiet, just giving them that forum to say, oh, you know, just like, how are you doing? Um, also, Kelly and I like to keep keep things light. But also, I mean, we have a chance to be serious, but we also have a chance to have fun and so I'll, I'll share this fun story. We were on a Zoom meeting and our, our support group is, it's become like almost like a family and um, we shared some really difficult things, but then in the middle or later on somebody, we had a chance to laugh together. Somebody said, oh yeah, I." Um, I ordered online from Walmart some sardines and they sent a case of sardines and it's just me and I, I can't eat a case of sardines. <laughs> so everyone started joking about, oh, the next, you know, party, we're going to have sardines and, and <laughs> Kelly and I had gotten a bottle of wine for, for winning the, uh, the virtual walk. Um, scavenger hunt and so we were going to have wine and and just kind of that lightness for people to tease each other and talk and laugh just sort of brought the group together but af after like having a difficult time of of you know some serious issues too 
So I think just kind of mixing it up and keeping it moving and and realizing that everyone's kind of like a family. It's it's that balancing act that you have to do, right? Yeah, it's, it is. I think you you definitely have to feel the crowd as well too. Unless you just want to crack jokes and make everybody happy. <laughs> that's that's my job. All right. <laughs> um, this is an easy one. What do you like about being a support group leader? Let's go with Susan. Me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> what do you like about it? Um, I like, I like um, meeting amazing people. Really... Uh, the people that are in our group are fantastic. I, I really enjoy them. They're, everyone's different, but um, I've really enjoyed meeting people and they're, they are lifting me up and I get a chance to lift them up like we can help each other. And I also like, we get to meet newly diagnosed people and we get those referrals um, and I remember being newly diagnosed and just crying my heart out and meeting, being able to call that person and even to meet them for a cup of coffee. That's, that's really rewarding. It's really, um, it's rewarding for me, for them to get kind of the meeting somebody that has scleroderma, but I think it's, it's just as rewarding for me. What about you, Kelly? What do you like about being a leader? I I love um, seeing the growth that people go through. And mm -hmm. Susan said she experienced it, and I definitely experienced it um, back almost 29 years ago. Um, but, and I'll use um, Norma as an example. And when she came in and just that deer in the headlights look and, you know, a lot of fear and the unknown and, uh, but she came in and um, had her journal and was taking notes <clears throat> about everything we said. And um, she would go home and research and talk to her doctors and just take everything in. And um, and then it seemed like maybe a few meetings um, when another newly diagnosed person came in and and then Norma was there to comfort this person. and. Oh. She was talking about ANA and all, all the acronyms and um, just a real source of information and comfort. Uh, and so, you know, I think back, like, I remember when they first joined us and what a journey uh, they've been on and, and come through. And um, that's very exciting. And I love seeing the connections between people, uh, whether it's in a meeting or outside the meeting. Um, and just those deeper friendships. Um, and then, like we said before, laughter, it really is the best medicine. And uh, we have some of the best laughing times uh, in the group and crying. So uh, those are my favorite parts. That's awesome. You're getting me off a clap here. I need some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we are... We can't hide the fact we're in a COVID season. <laughs> I, I'm going to call it season because it will end. All right. Yes. I want to get back out there. So how were your meetings like before COVID and then after COVID? So I'll let any of you guys step up to do that one. 
Okay, well, Kelly. No, Susan, Susan, you started. Uh, okay. Well, obviously, before COVID, it was like a regular support group, and you—you uh, you do have that ability to um, feel somebody, and for for more tears and more sharing, and and you lose that with the Zoom meetings. I mean, you de- you can't help it you you lose that um but but i think it's it's changed but it's it's also nice for people to be able to connect without if they don't feel well to be able to connect without leaving their home because it's a long drive usually for people and um it is easier so more people can kind of connect on zoom um, rather than make the effort to drive somewhere and go to a support group. Kelly? Yeah, um, there are some benefits uh, to the Zoom. I know we all miss uh, being in person. Um, yeah, I I just can't wait to be back in person. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But now but, you're going mean, to... You, now you're going to be forward. Yeah, you bring a computer and uh, zoom in people. Exactly, and and really make it more accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, so so yeah, after we're all zoomed, we're yeah. I should have invested in that company a while back. <laughs> <laughs> so, how has the foundation helped in supporting to support groups, Kelly? Um, well, especially in the last few years, uh, different training opportunities, um, the, you guys, the foundation did a great job of, uh, sending out a survey and really getting, um, not just leaders, but, uh, patients and members input and really synthesizing that and, um, getting it back to us and, and putting it into practice. I had never seen anything like that before. That was really cool. Um, in addition to training, um, a lot of appreciation, which um, isn't necessary, but it's it's welcomed. And I know um, Susan and Helene and I, we all piled in my minivan and, and went up to Marina Del Rey a few years ago and, and had lunch, got to meet uh, board members and other support group leaders from here to Santa Barbara and that was really cool to um, meet everyone and not just you know the names that we see on emails Um, and it did it really meant a lot and um, so that was special and then a little help with things like ideas for speakers or um, information about webinars and uh, different things especially now with COVID maybe far away support groups or online educational opportunities uh, that we wouldn't have um, had access to otherwise. So that's been, that's been really helpful. Susan, you want to chime in? I, I, I have to say Kelly did a great job answering that. The only thing I would add is that uh, Tina has worked really hard on um, 
finding the speakers for the other Zoom meetings that every now that people are so used to Zoom, I think it's actually um, our members are actually you know using that and and able to access speakers from LA or or webinars from all over the place and those announcements are going up constantly and I think that's been great support from the foundation for them to do that yeah we, we our workload has not gone down just just because everybody's staying home yeah I'm used to working at home mostly because my office is you know 35 miles away and now everybody's working from home so we're all working like three times more i mean i have to show up to support group meetings so that adds a six day to my five day week (laughs) or doing the podcast which is there goes my friday night every other week but it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 our way of making sure that we're taking care of our patients i mean that's one of the biggest things that's the first thing you see on this on our mission is the support and we definitely want, want to provide that and don't want to stop doing that. Um, great. Um, I think we've already did, done a lot, but the, the, le- the last question is give us an example of how a support group can help a patient. So let's go with Susan first. Um, probably the most interesting um, experience I had was uh, Spanish-speaking woman who was felt very isolated and, you know, because of the language barrier. And I I just kind of gathered up a group of some of my, you know, my uh, support group members who were Spanish-speaking. We met at a, a coffee shop. This was a couple years ago. And, you know, it was just so nice for her to feel, you know, not only welcome, but because of the language barrier, she wasn't able to access a lot of of other information or uh, go to a regular support group meeting. And so that was really rewarding. And people really stepped up. People in my group that, uh, like Lydia, became really involved. Some other group members, one's wife, Mark, one and Martha, and. You know, people came and and really helped out. It was great. That's awesome. But you, Kelly. I always um, like to use the example of June in our group. Um, she, I know, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of hers. Um, I, of anyone I've met with scleroderma, she outwardly is appears to be the most affected um, physically and. Um, but I tell you, she comes to almost every meeting and uh, she's just such an inspiration and her attitude is so positive and, uh, and she has all these stories, I kid you not, of all the places around the world that she travels. Still, every wow. year, um, I'm so blessed she sends me her like, holiday card and it, it makes me tired just thinking of all the places they've been just in the year. and it, uh i'm a little bit jealous i would like to do as much travel as she does but um and i think wow if june can do it you know we can all push ourselves and um out of our comfort zone or um and even you know if i'm a little sluggish on a saturday morning and think oh 
you know, I got to get to the meeting and um, I'm like, well, I know June's going to be there and gosh darn it, I can be there too. So uh, I hope that, and I, I'm sure that other members um, are inspired uh, by her example. I think she's had it about 40 years and yeah. um, I think about 15 years ago, a doctor told her that, uh, you know, go home and kind of get your things in order. There's nothing more we can do for you. Uh, but here, <laughs> like 15 years later, she is going strong and um, not slowing down. <laughs> I, I always come back to this, especially with scleroderma. I mean, it affects everybody, but 85% would are women. And I've met some of the strongest women in through the foundation and a lot of you guys are just can run circles around me you know i i i, I can't complain as much as as much as i do i can't complain anymore because you guys are just so inspiring you know every time there's an event coming up you know, i'd be up till one in the morning and then you know i'd never question why am i still doing this it's because I get to meet you guys. I get to be inspired by, you know, even Glory, right? She's uh -huh. one of the strong, she, she can be, she can knock you down even if she's sitting down in a wheelchair. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's how powerful you women are. You know, my wife included, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and she, yeah. And as a patient, I've, I've just, I think they've always said that, you know, scleroderma, it, you, you you women are so strong it takes your own body to beat you down kind of thing right but i th i think you've been strong from the beginning this, the the scleroma is just an just another issue that you're facing and you guys are just rocking it and oh, i'm i'm always inspired when i when i talk to you guys uh, all right the last question so you have any special words for the foundation no? You guys okay, are great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Manuel is amazing. You're so smart and talented and doing these podcasts and always doing every I mean, I don't know how you do it. It's great. All that support. Um, Tina's great. Andrew, everyone's so friendly. Manon, she's new, but she's super friendly and I we feel so supported and feel so lucky to have you guys backing us up we we appreciate yeah. you know we just love working for you guys it's so awesome when you i was them? thinking of this question i thought wow that's uh my word for the foundation and thank you and way to go virtual <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I especially liked it when andrew drove all over the county delivering the prizes that people won and the wine was yummy thank you <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna save it for when the group met again in yeah person, but hey. <laughs> it didn't it. last <laughs> and tina like is the, tina is the number one cheerleader she for, is um leaders and patients and she's such a, a strong advocate and i don't know where she gets all of her energy um, and Emmanuel, you're just like the online dynamo wizard. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. And I like how you're, you're so personable and mm -hmm. um, very professional, but you can do things off the cuff. And um, I've had a lot of fun watching, you know, all the events that you're running. 
And then Manon, you know, we haven't met in person yet, but I like your style and your energy. Oh, she's awesome. <laughs> I mean, cool. we, we put her in charge of social media for the Bark for the Cure. She's killing it. Speaking of Bark for the Cure, before we go, we got we got put up a, a picture here. This, so Bark for the Cures are, again, our costume concepts for pets. And one of, one of my favorite ones here, Notorious Sasha. Yeah. Yay. That's Susan. That's Susan's pup right there in, in, the, in her wonderful RBG uh, doily. We still call that doily. <laughs> the lace. Oh, she is brilliant. And she's at 176 votes, so you gotta get some more votes in there. I know, you gotta I, work at that. I know you're you're competing with some 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 major competition, even including a goat. And I hear a oh. monkey's gonna be joining soon too. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I guess nobody took it seriously when he said domestic domesticated animals only, but I, I think that <laughs> I guess that that counts as well too. Uh, all right, so we we have about ooh a couple minutes left, so we're gonna do a couple questions from my uh, Podex. Ew. These are random questions. They're usually uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, well, they make you think. <laughs> all right, so the first question is, nope, no, we're not gonna do that. It was negative. No, negative. <laughs> ooh. All right, for both of you, let's start with Kelly. What would be your best day ever? Oh, okay, that's easy. I would get up um, before the sun and go on a an awesome hike um, for most of the day. And I wouldn't be too winded at the top, <laughs> um, but it would be with, you know, friends or family, or maybe alone too. I like to hike alone. Um, and it would involve Maybe some sushi afterwards. <laughs> mm, now, you, now you got me craving. I haven't had dinner yet. Let's um, <laughs> get that Postmates going. Susan, what would be your best day ever? My best day ever, I would be in Mexico. And I'd be like probably walking around looking at the sights and then i'd get really tired in the afternoon and i'd be in the zocalo i'd be in the main center square and i get this huge ice cream cone like huge and i'd sit there and eat my ice cream and watch people walk by that'd be the best day ever so is that what they call margaritas now in mexico ice cream <laughs> <laughs> Oh, to travel again, too. I miss traveling. I had yeah. 12 flights booked for, 2000, for 2020. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah, I was so excited. Well, we started the year going to the Philippines, and I was like, I could do a travel blog if I'm going to oh go to Chicago. Yeah. I'm actually going to Nashville next year to speak. Hopefully, it's it's going to be a, on barbecue it's weird oh, cool. the opportunities that we get now um this has been so awesome it's been fun i miss i miss just talking to you guys it's you know i can't <laughs> no. you can't do it in support group meetings mostly it's it's like you have 30 people involved so this is great um any shout outs anybody want to you want to greet um, thank you helene and Lori, Lori hansley who is now in portland hopefully safe um for starting and Brian 
Brian, for, for kind of starting this whole support group thing. I just want to make sure I get their names out. And yeah, Kelly? I want to give a shout out to my best friend, Anne-Marie and her family. And I'm getting some text messages that they're watching from Salem, <laughs> Oregon. So, awesome. Wow, really? That's cool. All seven of them right now. <laughs> the cool thing is when we do this on Facebook, everybody gets to watch it over and over. And then if you, you ha you're having any audio issues because it happens when you're doing something live, I'm going to re-upload it all fixed and, and beautiful and, and, and wonderful. And of course, yeah, exactly. I'll put some filters on. We were yeah. playing with Zoom filters earlier, by the way. If you haven't upgraded to Zoom with Zoom filters, do it. Use the unicorn one. It's awesome. Uh, but I imagine our next support group meetings over Zoom. It's going to be all filters. It'll be hilarious. Yeah. I actually did a music video for some friends of mine where it's just literally them with filters, and it was it was wonderful. It was so great. Really? I'll, I'll share. That was amazing. Did you play that at the? Um, yeah, that was walk, we right? we premiered it at the oh, walk right. with, with the mama that. bears. Yeah, that was so cool. They that's getting cool. thousands of views. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think we should all just filter everything it'd be more fun <laughs> um again thank you guys so much for uh for joining um uh, big thank shout you. out to some of our watchers i know helene's watching Brittany is watching hi Brittany. which is she says she's gonna win bark for a cure oh yeah she wants to beat that goat down i mean <laughs> not not you know i mean beat him yeah, on yeah. the photo contest she wants that front page January uh, oh. photo for 2021. Um, by the way, you can also pre-order the calendar. So if you're looking at, you know, if you want a nice pets and costume calendar, it'll be the official Scleroderma Foundation Southern California calendar. Um, and uh, let's see, we have oh, Ginny, Ginny Tom. I think she's a new patient as well too. And first time watching. Hello. Oh. She joined the she also joined the the Facebook page, um, which has been growing as well too. Thank, big special thanks to Manan, who's a millennial and no social media. I mean, you can't ask for any any more than that, and we appreciate everybody. So, on behalf of the staff and the Scleroderma Foundation, thank you. And uh, please visit us online. Find us on Facebook, Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, uh, as well as listen to us on podcasts. Just search for the Sclerson Podcast. Um, thank you and uh, good night. Go Lakers! Go Lakers!